Hi, uh, it's a rather special episode of XOXO After Dark Cast today, and it is very saucy. So please be aware there is some adult language used and some very adult scenes as we play a little drinking game to the book My Dad Wrote a Porno. Please be advised about where you're listening to this. Thanks. You're listening to XOXO After Dark Cast, in which three editors talk romance novels, sex, pop culture, relationships, writing. And did we mention sex? Yeah! From the ladies behind XOXOAfterDark.com, because the best conversations happen after dark. Hi, welcome to another episode of the XOXO After Dark cast. I'm Abby here with Lauren and lovely guest producer Diana, who really is honestly becoming one of our co-hosts at this point. Uh, it's a quickie today, and uh, we are going to start out, if you listened to a couple of episodes ago, you might have heard James and Jamie, uh, two of the creators of the I Wrote a, uh, My Dad Wrote a Porno. I did not write the porno. <laughs> Apparently, I have aspirations. Uh, my Dad Wrote a you Porno. Um, next time, <laughs> now that I know that it leads to fame and fortune. Uh, but anyway, they came in and were hilarious, and that book is available now. And you might have heard us mention that it comes with a drinking game. So for today's quickie, we're playing the drinking game. We're going to read the little passages from Belinda Blinked, the most famous uh, erotic novel written by a retired builder ever. And <laughs> Isn't he British, too? Yeah, <laughs> Which yeah, makes absolutely. it even better. Well, Rocky um, Flintstone could be of any. Uh, absolutely. Rocky Flintstone uh, surpasses mm-hmm. all meaningful identity. Um and uh, we have opened the rosé and are here on a lovely Friday afternoon, ready to go. Is this our second time drinking for our podcast? Yeah, we had we um, oh. enjoyed it for our, <gasps> oh, we had no, New it Year's was our anniversary. Oh yeah, we, it was we our it was our hundredth show. Our we popped some show. champagne. Yeah. Exactly. All right. yeah. So um, feels and right. Apparently, it's become a habit. Yeah, yeah. it's on brand habit. for us. This totally this tracks. is like twice. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm going to start accelerating the process. We're exactly. drinking uh, Grease Blanc. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Something like that? All I can say is it's very dry. A crystal clear, unique rosé from the south of France. Exactly. Okay. We have another bottle in the wings. So shout out to Grease Blanc. Thanks, Grease Blanc. If you care to sponsor us. Uh, and Diana now is going to read us the rules of the My Dad Wrote a Porno Drinking Game. We encourage you, if you've already gotten this book, to play along at home. Please not if you're driving. And uh, <laughs> we will all have a little fun, or at least something to drink. So, Diana, how do we play this game? Yes. Okay. So, um, at the back of the book, you will find the drinking game. But, uh, essentially, there are nine, ten themes. And what you do is you allocate a theme or two to each player. And when that theme comes up in the book, they drink. Everyone drinks when Belinda blinks. What is, oh, okay. that's great. What is an example of a theme? So an example, well, okay, why don't you pick two numbers from one to ten? I will pick three and seven. Okay, so three is business jargon, including <laughs> contractual details and mundane corporate chat. Uh-oh. And seven is kissing anywhere. Okay. So you drink so for business drink jargon for and seven. So you and pick, kissing. All right. Uh, I mean, two numbers between one and ten. Oh, eight and five. Eight and five. Uh, five is genitalia male. Double dr- Sweet. <laughs> Double drink if you can find Jim Sterling. <laughs> oh, oh there's his balls, right? Uh, no, no, Jim Sterling was a character who has a chode. Oh. He's American. Okay. And eight is stroking or sexual touching. Oh, I'm all filthy today. We're going to be drunk. Um, I'm going to do... T- I'm already drinking. And we haven't <laughs> even started yet. I'm going to do... I uh, See, the thing is, I already know. Uh, Pat, pick your favorites. Pick, pick oh, yes. two numbers for me. Two numbers. Come on, Pat. Two and six. Nice. Those are the ones I was going to choose. 
I'll be drinking a lot. Two, items of clothing being removed. Double drink if it's done gently, swift, swiftly, or deftly. <laughs> and six is thongs. Uh, so, Pat, I'm going to give you um, one and... Pat's playing two? Pat's playing two. Sweet! I'm going to give you one and four. One is nipples, including rivets or general breast references. And four is genitalia female, including vaginal lids, labia, pinkness, and cervix. Oh, no. All right. So, you're drinking for the girls... Hoo-ha. I'm drinking for the boys. Hoo-ha. (laughs) And he's nipples? Yeah. I like it. And what am I? You're um, genitalia male. Genitalia and uh, touching. Stroking or sexual touching. Ah, I'm in too. All right. Let's go. Okay. Let's do this. All right. Okay. Uh, let's begin. I wish we had some. We. I feel like we need some uh, theme music to lead into your dramatic bom, reading. Chicks, bom, bom. <laughs> or Portishead. Right. <laughs> one or the other. All good. Okay. Read us a passage. All right. Chapter one. The job interview. Belinda blinked. Everyone. <laughs> Everyone drinks. Oh, everybody drinks. Everybody for drinks when Belinda blinks. He better have some rosé over there. Mm-hmm. Mm. He does. I filled him up. It wasn't a dream. The job interviewer had just asked her to remove her jacket and silk blouse. That would be you, Diana. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, I'll forget soon enough. (laughs) The managing director across the desk who had innocently brought her through from reception smiled and nodded at her. Slowly, with the hint of a tease, Belinda removed the two garments. Thank you, Diana. Once again. <laughs> when Diana can't read this anymore, we'll just pass I'll it around read the, to the next, next chapter. Yeah. Because when we're done. Her black brassiere was doing overtime to contain her full breasts. She had worn this, this one for today as it was tight fitting on purpose. She never thought it would be exposed in such a simple way. The MD got up and took her blouse and jacket. He hung them onto one of two elegant wooden coat racks in the corner and sat back down. This is a lot more coverage of manners than <laughs> I, I had anticipated See, in your that's average what I was saying When we were talking, is like everyone is so polite to her except for Jim Sterling, the American. Ugh. What Ugh. next, Linda thought. The interviewer resumed his questioning but of you know her CV. Sorry, go ahead. CV, so that's jargon. Who had business jargon? That's me. Okay. <laughs> and after about five minutes, asked her to remove her knee-length skirt. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you picked the wrong numbers. I should be uh, reading this. Belinda stood up. Well, we'll pass it around. Belinda stood up, removed the offending garment, and passed it with some surprise to the MD. I guess MD is managing director. Met's managing director. Underneath, she was wearing a skimpy black thong. And sexy black stock. I'm I'm thong? Your thongs. Your thongs and hoo Your two things. Your thongs and hoo-hahs. Skimpy black thong and sexy black stockings, which she didn't apologize for. After all, she was an upmarket woman. (laughs) Oh, God. She sat down again and crossed her long legs. She knew they looked good, but she really felt she wanted to keep her private pussy area hidden. That's me. (laughs) Yes. Oh, no, that's you. Pat. Did you know uh, Billy Joel was originally going to call his song (laughs) Upmarket Woman? No. But it was a little... Oh, I was like, I love Uptown Girl. But thank you for believing in me. I always do. Um, You are of that era. (laughs) Belinda leaned back on the white leather seat and started to gently sweat. After a further 10 minutes of questioning, the MD got up and walked around to Belinda. He gently pulled her stockings down to her ankles. Oh, that's a double drink. Doesn't someone get removal? And if he does it gently or swiftly, it's twice. Who is that? Wait, that's you. That's, Aren't you the uh, taking off? Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that is a double drive. Oh, I only no. remember mine and no one else's. Well, you're the only one that's come up. Yeah. We shouldn't have started in chapter one is where you went wrong. All right. Yeah, we'll skip ahead and do I'm gonna one I'm going to finish this page. Okay. Because actually, it gets it gets really crazy. All right. Ugh. Okay. 
He removed her bright red high heels and stuffed the stockings inside them. Again, polite. Right. They were placed under the coat rack by the interviewer. (laughs) Melinda was now now feeling exposed and with only a bra and thong left. She's only now feeling exposed. (laughs) I'm sorry. That total nakedness was not far away. And then what? (laughs) The annotation is her skin. (laughs) The MD then surprised her by saying that they wanted to offer her the job as their sales director today on completion of a few further details. Uh, that sounds like business, business, <laughs> jargon. business jargon. I'm drinking. Oh, you haven't drank at all. Belinda was surprised that the job was worth 85,000 pounds a year plus a car and all travel perks. Ugh. So she nodded her head. With her agreement given, the MD walked behind her and unhooked the tight black bra in a rapid movement. Uh, Belinda's breast plunged to freedom and her nipples immediately ah, stood to attention. Nipples! <laughs> <laughs> and you have to drink for taking the bra off, right? Okay, damn it. All and right. Pat's drinking for nipples. Here. So you pick a new... All right, I'm going to open it random. And honestly, that's that's very quiet for this book. The, I mean, yeah, that was tame, is what you're telling me? Yeah, right. we missed a lot of lid talk. Oops, I'm, I'm, I've just opened... Oh, God. Granny's got to get a glasses. I know, Granny's glasses. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the book is done in a lovely typeface. Yeah. However, I it's small. I cannot read it. <laughs> okay, I have opened to chapter seven, entitled The Third Client, Peter Rouse. Mm. <laughs> and, it, oh, it has a, is this the ornament? There's abs as the chapter ornament. It's yeah. very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, oh, I think, is she in the maze at this point? She might be. I do not know. She stood her ground, hoping this one would be much better. Does yeah, that sound like, okay. she's in the maze. Belinda finds herself in a maze where different gentlemen are coming upon her. Sorry. Yeah. So, so I didn't actually mean that, but. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's not far from Stay the truth. Stay tuned. <laughs> um, so uh, her boss, the MD who hired her, wants to recruit new business. Um, and so he sets up a tennis, uh, what you think is a tennis match, but he just wants her to dress in tennis clothing and then and then ties her uh to this in in the center of a maze to whatever you use to help vines grow a trellis a trellis so um she's being literally held but by like very small pieces of wood okay and then um he he sounds a horn and new clients enter the maze a la hunger games (laughs) it's a a different hunger is all exactly (laughs) okay Belinda stood her ground, hoping this one would be so much better. She had had enough titillation. She wanted, no, needed a good fuck. <laughs> oh, Pat, re- Pat, remind us to put the explicit tag. On this this exactly. I was like, oh, he, he, he. this is not good. Right. After, after years of trying not to swear on this show, it's all gone out it's the window. Happened. Exactly. A tall, blonde-haired man with an impressive physique strolled into view. Belinda quickly recognized Peter Rouse. His operation was located in Holland with 357 retail outlets. Abby I drink. think that sounds like me. <laughs> it's pretty much business <laughs> That is total business jargon. 357 outlets, people. And again, was growing strongly throughout the Scandinavian countries. An evasive entrepreneur, Peter could not be overlooked as he had recently expanded to Spain and Portugal. <laughs> oh. I was like, business jargon? Mm-hmm. Drink go, again. Go, go, go. On seeing Belinda, he quickly removed his thong and threw it to the ground whilst approaching her. Is that me or... You get it for thongs, um, you get it for For clothing removal, and a double for quickly. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Peter, he said, and quickly bowed. I believe you are Belinda, the sales director of this fantastic customer bash your superiors are putting on today. That's a bash. That's a work party. Sales director, I'm calling work. Exactly. 
Abby likes this rosé. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Why, yes, I am, Mr. Rao, said Belinda, blushing at her naked appearance in front of this so far delightfully hung man. <laughs> After all, he was the first to know who she was. Oh, that's sad. They, were, they weren't even introducing themselves before? <laughs> no, Peter has those gentlemanly Scandinavian manners. I don't think you need to introduce yourself, but anyhow. <laughs> please, please call me Peter, he replied, especially as we are to become more intimately acquainted in the next 25 minutes. <sighs> he took Belinda's hands and said, what a delightful body you have. May I handle it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's touching. I think that's uh, all Lauren right, drinks. All right. <laughs> Belinda replied, why, yes, of course, I would love to feel you touch me. Feel as free as you wish. Now that's an offer I cannot refuse, Peter replied, <laughs> and immediately started to massage her neck slowly spreading to her Ew. breasts and buttocks. That's not her hoo-ha. No, but you have oh, two. buttocks I'll do. You're touching as well. That's no, massage is a neck. I like well, a neck, neck massage. massage is good. Oh. I, <laughs> I was like, I like a neck I massage. Like, I didn't picture it this. I pictured it <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I have to time See, out. See, this is educational. <laughs> I have to time out. So, did... He wrote this in all seriousness, thinking yes. this is yeah. like yes. he, sexy. He, he, saw he wrote this the to be a sexy book, shades, and, and then like, went I for could it. Write a Fifty Shades, and but this it. is like such stilted strangeness. Yeah, well, man. yes, that's the that's part of the fun. Um, <laughs> See, I'm not getting it. <laughs> it's insane. Okay, now it's gotten the, very very dirty, kids... and I'm not sure I can yeah. read all that. That's right? what I'm saying. It gets real dirty. It's quite filthy. All right, my turn. So let's say let Peter and Belinda are good. My oh my gosh! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm just let me just end the. Uh, this is the final paragraph. I'll okay. close the chapter and then I'm handing okay. it to Lauren. Um, so much fun was had. Uh, the whistle brought them both back to the present day. <laughs> Peter hurriedly put on his thong whilst Belinda tried to get rid of some of the mud she was now covered in. Yeah, <laughs> I guess oh, yeah. she got it was on, a rainy day. She got on hitch from that trellis. No, it was rainy. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Belinda gasped. When can I see you next, Peter? Please, she said desperately. Hush, my beautiful Belinda. I will see you tonight at 11.30 p.m. in the Horse and Jockey Pub, where I know you have a room we can use. The Horse and Jockey apparently gets quite a <laughs> yeah. quite a workout yeah. in this book. Yeah. Belinda smiled her gratitude to him and said, It will be so good. I promise you, ask anything you want. I somehow feel enslaved to you. You are, <laughs> Belinda, as I am to you, replied Peter. Until tonight. Until tonight. All right. Go ahead so and open it. So question. Does she end up with Peter? No, this is literally just for business. She oh. is just trying, She's to, trying to become the best pots and pans saleswoman in the world. Oh, yeah. She works for a pots and pans company. I don't know yes. if I told you that. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Oh, visual guide to Peter Rouse's mud ritual. <laughs> there was a mud ritual. Oh, wow. It has, it has runes, people. By the way, the diagram is worth the price of this book yes. right now. Yes. All right. And um, we haven't even read to you guys any of the comments. That no. The, oh, so which that's is actually what makes this so classic, because the Tombola Lottery, mm -hmm. where language alert and all of the comments from the kids yeah. is yes. freaking genius. Yes, they're all handwritten in the margins, so you can oh, have their experience. All right, we're not starting there. All right. <laughs> um, Lauren's going towards the end, so. I, I, I think she had sex with a donkey. Is that correct? 
I didn't read that far. I don't think you did, but let oh me just goodness. tell you, I think it's on like Donkey Kong. No I pun don't intended. Think well, because there's a I whole asses well. in donkeys trust. I think that there's a lot of discussion about donkeys. So <laughs> I think just FYI, ooh, cultural context, history of gin and tonic. I like that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Key theme. The Brits are so far ahead of us in gin and tonic they technology. Really are, it's not even funny. They've been canning gin and tonics for how long, and we're just getting. Oh my to, like, God, spark- I didn't. Like know that yes that's what i learned from girl on a train yeah oh is you that, can drink gin and tonic that, in a can they'll sell yeah. you a can of gin and tonic on a train that's that's kinda, drunk. is it good well i don't know i've only read about it i've never had because it. because i will say slight tangent when drinking in all of europe not just uh britain but britain especially for mm-hmm. me i am straight gin and tonic because they don't know how to do any of our real drinks b p.s the wine is substandard because you're always in a pub and right. I won't drink the beer. So yeah. I'm like, what am I drinking? Mm-hmm. And then they measure out the shots like with that machine. It's like a law. It's so lame. They have to know how to do a good martini. It's the home of James Bond. It's lame. I don't know. I've never ordered. I wasn't a martini drinker when I was last in London. So I was drinking gin and tonics, actually. I just don't like tonic. That's that's fair. I Ugh. like it. I like the quinine bitter. Oh, you have to do a little lime. Make that yeah. nope. quinine oh, go away. No, thank mm-hmm. you. All right, find us a good spot. All right, all right, all right. Um, oh, well, I can't do that. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you know dirty. what? I'm going to do one page for okay. you, Pat. Oh, um, no. This is Chapter 11, Sunday night, 11.55 p.m. <laughs> and the pots by and the pans way, business I love it so for no much. One. There's different ornaments oh, for every chapter. One and these are riding, riding boots. boots, which I love. <laughs> um, Belinda groaned more loudly. Peter, that's so good. Oh, she got back with Peter. Yay. Yes. Would you mind <laughs> removing my riding jacket and shirt? <laughs> Peter was already feeling randy and promptly stripped. <laughs> stripped. Belinda of her upper garments. He folded them neatly, and that's not quickly, um, and placed them discarded, uh, pa- placed them on the already discarded cravat on top of them on a nearby table. Ooh, poorly worded. The lobby was very quiet. Sunday night. Wait, they're in the lobby? Yeah. <laughs> Sunday night. Sunday night at just about midnight meant the clients had all retired to bed. He felt he had a free reign. He had free reign to do what he needed to do. That's why I don't like to stay in bed and breakfast, by the way. Oh, really? Because you never know what's happening in the lobby. Oh, my God. That's so awesome. People make themselves too much at home. Yeah. I want a good, like, antiseptic hotel. <laughs> I don't want to get up in the morning and have to talk Where's to my host. Where's your sense of danger? Yeah, and I don't daring. agree with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm in. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't like Let's, to. Me- I don't want to meet other humans until I'm fully prepared. And what makes you think that the coverlet on your quote quote sterile bed yeah. is is oh, better that than that? Comes off. Yeah, <laughs> too sweet. <laughs> yeah. Back to Belinda. <laughs> massage me, continued Belinda. My tits need a good massage. Uh, who's Peter. on tits? That's that's Pat. Pat. That's Pat. Peter acquiesced. <laughs> Peter acquiesced and concentrated his hands on her upper body. It was a firm body with lots of good muscle and superb rock hard nipples. That's why I picked it. <laughs> he thought to himself, and she needed these nipples, and she'll need these nipples if she's going to make the sales she wants. Oh, business. Business. <laughs> I think on that note, because we get the point. I don't no, know. I don't know. You want to go one more? I feel like close this out, Diana. All right, find us the best passage. Oh, Belinda has not been so blinking dirty. as much as I thought. I she didn't blink at all. She doesn't blink and she doesn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> the, 
because her mouth is full of woman. cock. I know. <laughs> That's like a poem. Oh, Lauren. <laughs> Sorry. She doesn't blink. She Should doesn't I talk do because her mouth is full of cock. <laughs> Sorry. We're I, so sorry to our listeners today. I do or Jim you're welcome. Yes, find some Jim Sturges. Uh, he's the lone American, apparently, um, who encounters Belinda. And uh, uh, we are assured by the creators that it was an affectionate, um, <laughs> an affectionate portrayal because Rocky Flintstone felt that Americans would be good humored enough to be in on the joke. And originally, this person was supposed to be French, but he felt the French would not stand for it. Mm hmm. Okay, the second client, Jim Sterling, Jim Sterling, chapter six. A few minutes after Alphonse had gone, Belinda heard her second s- visitor stomping, is he a T-Rex, <laughs> through the maze. He appeared a few seconds later, again dressed only in a black thong. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it was becoming a type of uniform, she thought. <laughs> from the guest list info, Belinda recognized Jim Sterling, a Yankee from the USA. He, <laughs> his operations had 1,257 outlets. Uh, all right. And was yeah. also growing fast in Mexico and Brazil. Oh, that's you again. He was a big guy, <laughs> but short. And upon seeing oh, Belinda's well, like short guys. plight quickly. Not this one. And upon <laughs> seeing Belinda's plight, quickly threw his somewhat stained, what is it stained with, thong to the ground. Belinda blinked. And it, everyone drank. Oh, and Belinda Everyone blinked. drinks when Belinda blinks. For the first time that day, she was caught unawares. There was nothing there. <laughs> and then they wrote, what, smooth like Action Man or Barbie or Ken? But then she saw it. If you don't see it straight away, there is a concern. <laughs> Underneath, covered in pubic hairs. Why is it curled up in the nest like a small wooden creature? Why well, is like small for a little mouse? A small wooden creature. <laughs> Underneath, covered in pubic hairs. Play a very small and, in Belinda terms, somewhat pathetic penis. Oh, Belinda gasped. Oh, that's why he's so mean. What was she expected to do with this? (laughs) (laughs) Sell Um, those pots and pans, girl. Exactly. And then, oh. All right. And then he just gets very... Hope you don't mind, Missy, as I like some bear. He's, Ew, he's from Texas. No. Jim didn't hang around and immediately took her tits in his massive hands. His large thumbs yes, tentatively you, rubbed her nipple tips, making nipple. them that's rise twice. and harden. This fast reaction from Belinda seemed to please him, and, he's, and he started to push. All right, we're good. Right. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Apologies to our Texas listeners. Exactly. The best part is the next is Belinda squatted slightly as Jim was shorter than her. Oh, <laughs> the worst. The worst. <laughs> I, you know, I think even though I loved our oral rendition of... <laughs> I'm of, upset that you called it that, but also admiring. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I, I went for it. Um, the thing is, I love this is hilarious but the book's genius yes. is I mean, in all it is so much better we couldn't do it justice right. because it's the drawings and the side commentary the which we didn't go for yes and, and rocky like we said rocky puts in his two cents and he explains why he oh did really what he did yeah there are author notes in here yes they gave him a, the right of rebuttal so oh, did he you get to hear from rocky so is there one good rebuttal from rocky in there because that's actually how we should end it from the um, author right well, because one of them is a leather room, so it's, why did you decide to create a leather room in the 
uh, managing director's office, and he wrote, I've always loved leather, beautiful to the touch, divine to the smell. Someday <laughs> someone's going to make a lovely female thong out of it with Belinda Blink printed on it. Besides, it's great on car steering wheels, gives fantastic grip so golfers adore it. It's also <laughs> waterproof, which makes it ideal for sexual play such as dildos. I <laughs> love so him. So clearly this man knows nothing. Right. Uh, exactly. Uh, I was like, I'm um, like, water will mess your leather up, though. Yeah, Mm-mm. not only mess it up, it'll crack it, it'll, I know. it went a mess. Right. But, uh, but all the rest is ends. fine, but do not do not take No, I just want to see pool. what the end is. Oh my god. Well, there's three other books. So. Mm-hmm. First off, who wrote the um cuz this is freaking hilarious is The Steel's Pots and Pans Company Structure? I think I'm Jamie and oh, the Jamie boys did. and Alice. And Alice there. Oh, there's Belinda's Sex Tree. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So there is so much in this book, you guys. Um if you weren't convinced by the interview with the uh creators, uh, I hope that our dramatic readings and drinking game have <laughs> persuaded you to pick it up. Actually, and on that note, we have to end with Rocky's bio. Oh, yeah. Rocky likes to write in the sun and with a glass of wine in his hand. Drink. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to you, Rocky. Mm-hmm. Nothing makes him feel more at home. Based between Brazil and Marbella, Spain, he gets to grips with his stories, bringing them to print for his loyal readers. Belinda Brinked One is his first novel of the series, and Rocky has just completed his second, Belinda Blinked Part Two. <laughs> and there's part three and four, apparently. No. Right, <gasps> apparently there's, yes, there's four uh, parts. Um, well, I think I'm good with one. <laughs> I think I'm good. But the uh, plot apparently doesn't start till part three, so you want to oh, push really? through. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, uh, I think I'm good. Thanks again to the guys for joining us a few weeks ago and for creating such a wonderful drinking game. Thanks to all of you for bearing with us or hopefully playing along. And uh, until next time, please check out xoxoafterdark.com where we have all sorts of sexy fun, but also plenty of slightly less salacious fun, if that is your <laughs> druthers. Um, and no matter who you're drinking with or who's uh, um, interviewing you, uh, we'll just remind you that wherever you are, the best conversations happen, happen after, after dark. dark.